0: We've got some fresh... Hey, I'm Luis. And this is Luis. And welcome to the
1: Content is Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue.
0: You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content, all this while having a good time. The
1: goal of this podcast is simple, to entertain, educate, and turn your content
0: into profit. That's right, guys. Welcome back to Content is Profit. Thank you so much for the support that we've had over the last month top month for the podcast in Ooh. history of the show so thank you we love you ah Appreciate we you. Yeah. We're climbing up the ranks. Let's do this together. I know. We appreciate all the feedback and uh, send us send us your feedback. What do you want to learn about? What do you want us to talk about, content wise? Uh, we've been asked a lot about consistency frameworks, different things. We're exploring top of funnel things that are happening uh, in the real world, and we are sharing our thoughts. So absolutely. And if you
1: enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe and follow us on social media at Biz Brosco or Luis D Camejo or Luis Camejo V. Just scroll down, hit the and let's connect let's make a big big family over here good to have you back in the podcast I uh, appreciate it. appreciate <laughs> it um we have an awesome episode today i'm very excited for this one i love i love this new format episodes that we're doing with the clips mm-hmm. i think it's pretty pretty epic you know but not to pat my own back what are we talking about today
0: i actually have no idea you shared some three <laughs> clips i i, I shared the, I, I saw the clips i'm like what is this podcast what is this thing yeah, that so I'm talking about. So you tell me, Fonzie. Break the news. Today we're talking about
1: all advertising and marketing is being replaced by content creation. Ooh. Content
0: creation is the new king in marketing town. I know. We're going to be talking about Kim Kardashian, apparently. Uh, there's <laughs> going to be some stuff in there. But I'm, I'm stoked to kind of break this out for, for everybody and uh, yeah. dive in. All right. absolutely. So
1: first off, I just want to share a little bit of how I came up against this. And I want to make reference to to the last podcast that you created, right? The 16 sources for you to have ideas and create content. One of those sources was newsletters. That's well, right. Turns out I, you know, subscribe to a few newsletters. One of those are newsletters that just give you headlines on very important things in very specific topics. Of course, I had to be in ones that, you know, share stuff about content and the economy, etc. So... One of them shared a little bit of a segment of a podcast called the all in podcast. Mm. And this is a very big, pretty famous podcast run by four uh, VC, right? So venture capitalists yeah, and by investors. And it's absolutely amazing. They, it, it's an opinion based podcast. They call themselves the besties. And some of these guys have made some <laughs> incredible deals. I'm not going to go through all of their background. You can, you know, Check them out on your own. I'm going to leave the link at the bottom. But they share about all advertising and marketing will get replaced by content creation, right? Content creation direct to consumers through social media platforms becomes a mechanism by which people are aware of and by goods and services. And influential business owners, like for example, Kim Kardashian and Rihanna, are killing legacy brands. And I would add to their kind of people like Joe Rogan are killing legacy media Right. And one tweet or post from these influential business owners is more powerful than any paid promotion. So that is kind of like the little segment that came out of the newsletters. So I decided to go and do some research. Right. Let yeah. me listen to the podcast. Let me listen to these people's opinions on the topic. And we extracted a few clips. We're going to play them for you. And then we're going to, you know, share a little bit of our thoughts. Yeah. They do talk from, you know, D to C, direct to consumer from that point of view. But honestly, everything that was sitting there applies for B2B and we're going to be talking at it from that point of view.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I love this, right? This is long time coming. There's a lot of creators that, that are transitioning to creating a business just because they have they have that solid audience. But also, take mm-hmm. this with a grain of salt. If you are a business, right? There's different tools that you can leverage. Uh, we talk about it on the show all the time. But if you do have the resources, right? There might be some partnerships that you can do with creators like this, or you can develop your own brand in parallel to this, and uh, you know, start with your own community, right? We talk about yeah. this in the read episode but can't wait to see the clips uh are we ready clip one uh before we play
1: the clip one just keep in mind you don't really need a millions of people audience to have a very profitable business yeah you can actually have an audience of you know 100 people even probably 10 people right and depending on what you sell what your services are you can still be very very profitable yeah right um you know we've heard about this thousand true fans that still stands. And honestly, if your lifetime value of your customer is pretty high, I would even argue that you don't need a thousand true fans. (laughs) You would need way less than that. So before we play the first clip, this started as them talking about Kim Kardashian actually launching a new private equity firm. So she pretty much created her fund and she is going to be investing in new products. And if you guys know anything about her, she created some sort of um, undergarment clothing brand that is valued now at like $3 billion. <laughs> it's absurd, right? It's absolutely massive. So I think she has the frameworks and the playbook and she understands media and influencers, you know, the literally the content creation game yeah. that she can now leverage that knowledge into launching other D2C Brands, So that's what these guys are talking about, and that's where their comments are coming from. I just wanted to give a little bit of context before we play this clip. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It it reminds me of uh, the documentary we're watching, Wrexham FC, you know, Ryan Reynolds and Rob... Absolutely. ...buying the, the football club in Wales, right, and leveraging their their content and how that has gotten a lot of um sponsors revenue new revenue streams for the club and leveraging these aspects in partnership with different brands yeah. to make sure that this happens so i'm excited we're, we're gonna
1: have to do a breakdown of just that one day i
0: know that's good okay all right clip one we're good let's do it i i have a really
2: strong belief that in the next 30 years or so all traditional brands are gonna die. What we're seeing happening right now with the power of democratized media, like us creating a podcast, there are hundreds and now thousands of individuals who have stood up and created their own brand and their own presence because of the content that they create on Twitch, on Twitter, on YouTube, et cetera, on podcasting. And as a result, they become the trusted sources of influence and it's why they're called influencers. And ultimately these influencers are becoming the brands. They can, like Mr. Beast launched a chocolate bar, became like the number one chocolate bar in the country. He just opened up a burger restaurant last week. Number 10, one people showed up. Number one, no, more than that, like a hundred thousand or something. It was insane. It was like the number one burger restaurant uh, opening or number one restaurant opening in history. Um, Kylie Jenner launches a makeup brand takes off becomes this billion dollar brand. Kim Kardashian launches a clothing brand becomes a $3 billion
1: brand. These are not just brands. They're businesses. All right. That's clip. Number one. It's pretty important. What he talks about, right? Like I
0: apologize for pretty great. much
1: the influencers now are becoming the brands and they're pushing the legacy brands. Aside, right? Yeah,
0: I uh, I was able to, to listen to Colleen and Samir. They were actually in that lunch of Mr. Beast uh, restaurant. They were on location. And what they were talking about is that trust, right? That audience that they've been mm-hmm. building for years. By the way, like, this is years in the making. It's not just one thing that, you know, within a year they planned this restaurant lunch. No, no, no. Uh, it's been many years in the making. And before that, years uh, developing that, that, that culture, right? The people that really trust these people, right? And I think that's where. For companies, um, people are missing the mark, is yeah. the connection with uh, with those closest to them using those products, right? Um, so I think that's also pretty pretty interesting to, to take a look at.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, going back to one of our frameworks, consistency is art, right? These people have been consistent throughout time, just creating content, being in front of their audience, and therefore they build authority, relevancy, and trust. And, you know, it's not the first thing that, for example, Mr. B's, which we've talked about plenty here on the podcast, it's not the first thing that he launches, right? He had those kind of like pop-up fast food restaurants that, again, he absolutely crushed it. And now he opened his physical restaurant and absolutely crushed it. Like he said, it's like the biggest launch of a... In real life, restaurant ever. Something like that is absolutely amazing. And, you know, at the end of the day, what they're doing is leveraging that attention, all the eyeballs that they have, and then placing that into a business, doing that transition that I think maybe a lot of creators are struggling a little bit, you know, to make that happen. But when we put that on the B2B world, you guys have the business, yet. Now we're struggling for getting that attention. So what is the action point from this clip is start publishing. Start yeah. being consistent so you start developing that authority, relevancy, and trust. And again, you don't need 100,000 people launched. Would that be absolutely amazing? Yes, 100%. But again, if your lifetime value of your customer is pretty high and you only need 5 to 10 new clients, guess what? That is way more doable than yeah. millions of people and all that can be achieved by publishing consistently.
0: Yeah, there's another example that I that I love that they didn't mention here, which is uh, Ninja in the gaming world, and uh, the leverage that he was able to create with a brand like Red Bull, for example, like they they sponsor him, and uh, all he does is play Fortnite, right? and he developed this amazing relationship in the gaming world, and at the same time, they've been able to launch different programs together, uh, dif- different like uh, building studios for gamers, like so. so the the product really branched out depending on like what the need of that influencers audience was. So yeah, right now if, uh, if you think like, well, I I am no influencer, right. Or we don't have influencers within our people. I think like in the future, this is my prediction is these companies are going to start recruiting uh, these creators and people in there to create just consistently, right. And then leverage the audience and these personalities are going to, That are gonna mutate from (laughs) from that creation right i think internally there's gonna be positions in companies where there's gonna be content creators depending on what they're gonna do
1: yeah um and i really like you know we come from the direct response marketing world and we early on learn about the attractive character right that one person that personifies the brand and i think now that is coming even more to fruition right usually the attractive character in the context that we learned it was more for, you know, solopreneurs, smaller businesses, but now even big businesses, right? These legacy businesses that they're talking about, they cannot get away by being faceless anymore. If you go on TikTok and all these brands have actually somebody that is, you know, kind of representing them in the social media world, they've hired that personality, right? And I think it's very interesting. And I think that is going to be, just going to keep growing at the end of the day, just like this guy's like content marketing is going to take over everything because people are doing the research and they want to trust. And you know, when they make a decision on where they're spending their money.
0: Yeah. I think it's so embedded in today's culture as well, right? People that uh, know nothing but, you know, new media, Uh, they're, they're used to consuming content in a certain way. Maybe legacy media still remains as status, uh, Think there's uh, the comedian Hasan Minhaj, the one that has the, mm-hmm. the documentary, uh, and he was talking about you know legacy media, uh, all the appearances that I've had. Give me nothing in return but authority, right? Like the it's yeah. just still perceived as an authority uh, medium, but everything else comes from his consistent production that he does internally with his own team, that the processes that they've been able to develop. That's why it's so important that you as a company need to control your own process and develop your own process so you can own that IP and continue to grow. Yeah.
1: I think you're gonna like clip number two. It relates to to this that we just shared. All right, let's do it. And here's what
2: I think is the most prescient M&A transaction of 2022. And you guys can tell me I'm crazy. I think the most important M&A deal of 2022 was when Penn Gaming bought Barstool Sports. Because it shows that every consumer packaged good or every consumer services business ultimately needs to be a content business. And if you don't naturally have content creation in your blood, you have to go and buy a content business or you are going to die. And that's why I think all traditional brands that aren't oriented and built around content creation as their primary differentiating foundation will not survive and will not be able to compete effectively. And instead, what we're going to see is influencers and um, individuals that create content, build and distribute consumer goods and consumer services in a more efficient way. Because guess what? They've got distribution built in. So I think in the future, all it's advertising, yeah. all advertising and marketing gets replaced by content creation and content creation direct to consumers through the, pl- the social media platforms becomes the mechanism by which people are aware of and buy goods and services. And I think it's, a, it's, a, it's another one of what we're seeing in 2022, which is the stacking away towards the end
1: of nameless faceless brands and the evolution of the influencer. All right, Ooh. the evolution of the influencer. He named a few things in here. I just wanna clarify for those that maybe didn't hear it correctly, or they don't know what it is. He mentions at the beginning, one of the biggest M and A, Merger and acquisition, right? It was when Penn Games bought uh, Barstool. And then they said it's CAC, right? And that's what they mean is customer acquisition cost, right? That all this content, what is facilitating and lowering, is a customer acquisition cost, making it actually more profitable for businesses
0: yeah i mean we we have that analogy of the golf ball right like uh when it comes to to sales right there's an education process where you have uh your let's say the the golf hole right is you make a sale right and there's a golf ball that's maybe five inches and then there's another one that's maybe five feet away right so what content does is it pushes that ball closer to the to the hole when all you got to do is tap it and make that purchase right so these people that are consuming Barstool content, right? They're already indoctrinated. They're already trusting the brand. They're already trusting the, the faces that show up every single day in that content. So this massive company, you know, acquiring them, that's what happens is that they just acquire all this amount of uh, people that are closest to that whole to make the purchasing decision of whatever, right, they decide to, um, to serve them with uh, yeah. in the future. So absolutely. I think a good example is, the, uh, you know, Spotify
1: pretty much buying Joe Rogan's podcast. Because he had, he has a massive audience, right? Of listeners on Spotify was like, okay, well, we want to launch or product or a podcasting product here on Spotify. And we're looking to add a whole bunch of users. Guess what? Joe Rogan already has them. He has the audience, right? He has that leverage. So a hundred million dollars and they brought him onto the platform. And probably a lot of those people translated into new customers yeah. for spotify
0: this also happened when uh facebook released the gaming uh the whole gaming platform to compete against twitch and they started also acquiring these creators just to create exclusively on facebook i don't think that panned out the way that they wanted to but it's the same it's the same thing right so what are some you know it comes to mind what are some properties right some communities some things that maybe you as a business can invest uh with that creator or maybe partner that they're closer to to that right customer right uh one of the conversation that we've had in the last few days is like okay how can we share the love of soccer that we have or or football right especially with the world cup coming and we're like how can we leverage some communities and people that are already right uh consistently uh publishing or maybe it's a very active community to leverage that into some sort of publishing platform and that's been a conversation that's been just like very green but that's the concept right what are where are the places where people are already consuming that type of content that already trust the host of those shows right and in the future Uh, with the network that that long term that's that's our plan and how can we develop those things so you as a company should be thinking about okay what is the media arm that we're going to develop inside of the company and uh, how can we tackle this because that's where uh, the consumer is going that's where they consume content.
1: Gary has been saying this for years it's like every company is two companies in itself like Company number one with the product, service, whatever. And then company number two is you need a media company. You need to be consistently producing Mm -hmm. content. So I want to challenge you right now to think about do I have a media side of my company that I'm investing my efforts to build this authority, relevancy, and trust?
0: Oh, this has been good. We're going to leave clip number three plus our thoughts for the next episode, because it's so good, and it's a good, good action point. But again, uh, think about go back and be like, okay, reimagine like what the media arm of your company uh, is looking like today, right? And what are those next steps that you're starting to take on today to face this new age that's gonna come around content, right? Uh, a lot of the, the creation process is being challenged, right? A lot of the investment is being challenged. I mean, we saw it with Alex Hormozzi, right? He's paying 70 grand a month uh, for his content, but he's getting the value of $2 million with those 70 grand that, that he's paying, right? So yeah. uh, again, rethink, uh, create, put it out there, test out and see what the results are because uh, yeah. I think it's super important. It's very and exciting the, moment.
1: Absolutely. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out at Biz Brosco on Facebook and on Instagram or Luis Di Camejo or Luis Camejo v on Instagram will be more than happy to help you out. Just scroll down, hit those links, get in contact. And if you're not subscribed yet to Contest Profit, please don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star
0: review. That's right. With that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into to the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite social media channels and podcasting platforms.
1: That is right. And if today's episode helped you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to smash the subscribe button and come back for part two of this awesome topic. See ya. See you guys.